welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I am your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is Chapter 9. And today on the podcast, I'm actually going to be talking about something that I've been pretty much, you know, following and watching and reading about and going to and pretty much everything about since I was, well, as far back as I can even remember, and probably even before that. Um, and that is WrestleMania. Now, wrestling in general, I've been watching since, you know, like, as I said before, I can even really remember, and I don't specifically remember the first WrestleMania. I would say the first WrestleMania I really kind of remember is WrestleMania 3, the one with Andre and Hogan and Steamboat and Savage, um, and pretty much everyone since then, but that was the first one I actually do, like, kind of remember, like everything kind of leading up towards it and stuff. I mean, I guess I was five or so when that happened. Uh, so that makes sense, because I do remember stuff when I was five. I, I mean, uh, I do kind of remember the Red Sox losing the World Series to the Mets in 86, and I would have been five then. I mean, I don't remember all the specific games or plays or anything like that, but I do just definitely remember everyone being upset and mad and stuff. Um, can I say that I specifically remember watching the ball go through Bill Buckner's legs? No. No, I can't say that, but I do remember that it happened and 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 watching it uh to some degree. Much the same way I can remember watching Hogan and Andre um, you know, feuding on Piper's pit and whatever. Um but that kind of makes sense and it's also appropriate given that um this Sunday is WrestleMania, and it uh, it is going to be at the AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas. And the rumor is, well, not the rumor, the, the odds are that it will uh, break the attendance record that WrestleMania 3 set. Now, depending on who you listen to or what you read, uh, the number is disputed. The number that the WWE has always uh, set out um, is um, 93,173 people. And at the time... It set the indoor attendance record, which I believe they broke um, a Rolling Stones concert that had happened at the Superdome like three or four years before that. And this was 1987 at the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. But depending on who you listen to, um, some people say that the actual number was actually more like 78,000. And because of that, the actual WWE record is... Uh, Wembley Stadium for SummerSlam 92, which was 86,000. Now, I don't know what the truth is. I don't know if anyone really knows exactly what the truth is, except for the people that were keeping count that day, and and who knows how accurate that was back in 1987, or how that was even done. I think, you know, by today's standards, it's probably pretty easy to, you know, whenever they scan your ticket, something's counting it, whereas back in 87, I don't think they had that technology. They were going based off the turnstiles, which who knows how accurate those were. Um, Now, it's kind of a really specific number, though, so I don't know how they came up with that number specifically. Like, if they just said, oh, 93,000 people are here, it's like, okay, well, whatever. But 93,179, like, that just seems like a, or 73 or whatever it is. Let me look it up real quick. Um, but that seems like a very specific number. Like, how do you come up with that number without, like, there being some sort of, uh, truth behind it? Um, you know, my theory is that, um, 
the 78,000 or whatever number that people uh, say is the actual number, I, I believe that's the actual number that of tickets that got bought, like sold or whatever, like people that actually paid for tickets, the 78,000, versus people actually paid for, and maybe 93,000 people were in the building, and maybe that includes the wrestlers and the crew members and the concession stand workers. Who knows? Um, but... Um, the uh, it, regardless, uh, this Sunday's WrestleMania should probably break that. Um, and furthermore, the the indoor attendance record was ninety three thousand one hundred and seventy um, one hundred seventy three. Is that that right? Yeah, ninety three thousand one hundred seventy three. That was the indoor attendance record up until uh, it got broken. And there's some debate on when it actually got broken, but the current record is the 19, no, sorry, 2010 NBA All-Star Game, which was held at in Dallas at the AT&T Stadium, same place the WrestleMania is going to be, and they had 108,713. Um, Again, a very specific number, so I'm not debating that number at all. Um, and you, you might think to yourself, well, why couldn't they break that? Like, a basketball court's bigger than a wrestling ring, so clearly they'd be able to fit more people in the building. And yes, in theory, that's true, but with the basketball game, I'm pretty sure there was just the court, and that was it. There was no entrance ramp, or if there was, like, obviously there's an entrance to the players to get on the court, but it's not as big as the entrance ramp's going to be. Um, there's no, There was no huge stage, you know, that... Um, that um, WrestleMania is obviously going to have the huge stage and and whatever and set up for pyro and all sorts of glitz and glamour stuff, which the NBA All-Star Game, I'm sure, didn't have. Now, last I heard, they had sold somewhere in the 88,000 range, and this was maybe like a couple weeks ago that I saw the number. I don't know if there's any been more any recent numbers, but chances are they're going to do over 93,173. Uh, whether or not they get to 100,000, it's debatable, and I'm, they're certainly not going to get 108,000, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think. Um, now for this podcast, originally I was thinking, actually, originally I was going to do something completely different because I was planning on talking to WrestleMania on the other podcast, the G&G Presents Boom Podcast, unfortunately, people are in other countries and other people have other things going on, so it doesn't seem like we're going to be able to record that, so I figured... I can't let I can't you know let WrestleMania pass and not do some sort of podcast about it. Um, uh, my original idea for today's podcast, being an April Fool's Day, was going to be something more along the lines of more along those lines. But um, unfortunately, April Fools, I decided to do something else. Um, and but I'm not going to say what that was because I still may do it somewhere down the line. It would have been a lot more appropriate today and given current events, but it still could be funny. And interesting and fun to do later on. Uh, so with that said, I I wanted to do podcasts about WrestleMania. And at first, I was like, well, maybe I could rank, do kind of like I did with the movie podcast, and rank the top the, the WrestleManias one through thirty one at this point because thirty two hasn't happened yet. But then I was like, nah, you know what? That that be that's really too hard to do. I mean, I'd have to go back and kind of watch them over again, and you know. It, and you know, at some point, it's like, well, what, what, at what point, is, like, what am I, what am I ranking this on? Because there's obviously a nostalgia 
um, factor in there. It's like, you know, WrestleMania 3, who I can remember a lot of those matches very vividly. And it's like, oh, the Steamboat Savage match was amazing. And, like, Hogan Andre had, like, that very, like, iconic, you know, uh, moments in it, obviously. And it was a huge match at the time. And, you know, Hogan slamming Andre. And then when the stare down they had before the match. But, honestly, the match wasn't great. Andre the Giant barely could move. And Hogan had hurt himself early in the match, I believe, trying to slam Andre. Or so he claims. Whatever. Who knows? But regardless, Hogan versus Andre wasn't exactly a five-star matchup, unlike Steamboat Savage, which, at the time, in 1987, that was an amazing, like, unseen kind of match with all the high-flying and, you know, very high work rate-ish match, which, by today's standards, it'd still be a good match, but it's not gonna blow you away, um... And then, you know, the other matches on that card, you know, the other big matches that I can recall right off the top of my head, you know, you had Jake Snake Roberts against Honky Tonk Man, you had the hair versus hair match with Piper and Adonis, and it's like, you know, they were okay, but they weren't amazing, and, you know, a, a lot of the matches back in those days were very quick, they were, had, a, they had a lot of matches, and they were very quick, they tried to get everyone in, on the card, you know, but no match went longer than... 50 to 15 minutes maybe at the most um and um so it's hard to compare and especially you know when you get into the more recent years i'd have to go back and watch them because it's like all right wrestlemania um it's like wrestlemania 22 versus wrestlemania 18 it's like I, i i don't i don't know off the top of my head what even happened at those you know I mean, I know some of the matches, but, like, in terms of the whole card, like, it'd be too hard to do. So I was like, you know, you know I'm just going to keep this simple. I'm just going to kind of preview what's going on, make my predictions, kind of talk about WrestleMania 32. But I'm also going to include NXT TakeOver, which happens tonight, and also talk a little bit about the um, Hall of Fame. And, of course, also Raw on Monday will be in Dallas, but I have no idea what's going to happen on that, so there's really nothing to talk about in that other but i'll just mention it anyways because it is happening in dallas and also um if you've listened to the gng present boom podcast you have heard me over the last few months um opening boxes well we haven't really done that many uh, episodes recently so i have kind of accrued some boxes that i haven't been able to open so um you know what i'm gonna go ahead and open two and two of them they're very appropriate for the the subject matter today uh Given it's WrestleMania season and WrestleMania started in the 80s. So, a little preview there. We'll get to those in a little bit. Uh, but I guess we'll start off with tonight, tonight's show, the NXT TakeOver Dallas show. Uh, it's 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 going to be an interesting show um, just because I don't really know where some of these guys are going to go soon. And given the the amount of injuries that are currently on the main roster, I gotta imagine some of these guys are gonna get called up pretty soon. One of them already having been called up and doing double duty this weekend. Um, but, you know, that kind of kind of raises the question of what's gonna happen with some of these other guys. Um, and some of the other guys that aren't even on the card, it's like, well, wait a minute, why aren't they on this card? Specifically, end zone cast. Are they getting called up already? Like, so they're not even like what's happening there but anyways let's let's just start off 
um, with uh, what's going on tonight. And, and and a lot of people that I've heard or a lot of things I've read and heard from in Dallas, they're really questioning the venue because uh, the tickets sold out really fast, and it's a kind of a small venue, from what I understand. Um, it's the I don't even know the K Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center. Don't know what that is. Um, you know, a lot of people are questioning why they just didn't have it at the American Airlines Center or Arena Center or Arena, whichever one's in Dallas, not the one in Miami. Um, so yeah, I, I mean. It looks like, I mean, it, hmm. it says it holds 10,000, so that's not that's not too small. I mean, you know, I mean, I understand they did the Barclays Center for, uh, the Barclays Center for, um, Barclays, whatever. Barclays Center um, for the, the SummerSlam takeover, or the, whatever, takeover Brooklyn back in, before SummerSlam. And, um, you know, with WrestleMania being what it is and the amount of people that are going to be down there, you figured... They could have probably filled it up a little better, you know, in like the American, they could have gotten 15 or maybe even more than that thousand in that arena. And that's true. I don't know. Maybe they just didn't feel like having to deal with that. And, and cause they're, that's where they're having the hall of fame and raw. Maybe they give themselves a little more time to set up and stuff. I don't really know. But, um, in any event. Uh, it should be a fun show. I don't, I don't know what that venue would look like. And, but, you know, at the same time, it's like you keep it small. You keep that venue small. Uh, you know, the tickets, you know, they can sell the tickets for a lot more than if they have a huge venue. For instance, the they're talking about, you know, WrestleMania, like they're you know, 100,000 seats at the AT&T Stadium. You, you know, some of those cheap-ass seats up way in the top are going to be, you know, sell for not they're gonna have to sell them for not so much whereas say even last year um or the year before like when there's superdome or or last year when they were at um where the hell was it last year why am i blanking um uh wherever it was last year why why can't i think of where it was last year um well in any event wow where was it last year oh yeah uh san francisco um, there's no, didn't hold as many seats, uh, but they, uh, could charge more. So in this case, you know, you have a hundred, you have 10,000 seats and whatever the setup is, maybe it only fits 8,000 or something based off what their setup is. Yeah. You can charge more. You can charge more. People are going to pay for them. Those things sold out real fast and it doesn't surprise me at all, but all right, let's go. Uh, so I'm just going to go based off of what these have listed. I have no idea what the actual, um, well, you know what? I'm gonna actually take my guess to see see if I'm right on on what the order of these matches are gonna be. Uh, so we have Austin Aries versus Brand, Brand uh, Baron Corbin, which actually I think might actually kick off the show. Austin Aries making his um, debut, uh, television debut, I guess. I mean, rest television wrestling debut on NXT, I should say, because he was on television. He's been on television a couple times, and he's actually wrestled a couple matches on on house shows or whatever. Uh, but he's making his debut against Baron Corbin, and I, I gotta imagine he wins. But at the same time, like, yeah, at the same time, I think you know they're gonna probably want to push Baron Corbin a bit here, just because he's the he's one of the main mainstays here that you know hasn't quite had that 
push enough to push him up to the main roster yet. But if he has a nice little run as 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 you know for the next couple months or so, and maybe get in a championship story uh, and have you know the next takeover or something, maybe even win it and have the championship for a little bit, that could build up his brand and get him to the big show soon. With that said, I can't see them bringing in Austin Aries just to lose. So, I gotta go with Austin Aries. Alright, next up, um, get the Revival. Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder defending the tag titles against Alpha American Alpha, uh, which is Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Um, I... I think I, 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 you know, honestly, I think the revival keeps the titles. Um, you know, as much as I'd like to see American Alpha win, I don't think, I don't think it. I, I, I don't, I don't see why you take off the belts off the revival. You know, they, they keep on, you know, moving those belts around a little bit, and I think they finally with the revival. Because you know, they had the Luchas beat Ascension because Ascension was going up and then the Luchas went up so then they had to have them drop them to the Murph, Blake and Murphy and then they quickly lost them to uh, the, the Vaudevillains and then they quickly lost them to Revival. I'd like to see the Revival have a nice little long stretch with these titles um, especially if you're going to eventually move these guys up. American Alpha on the other hand I feel like they could probably get moved up tomorrow and have good matches up in... in uh, in WWE, and you don't really need to give them the titles, I don't think, I don't know, but whatever, I think the Revival keeps the titles. Alright, next up, you got Apollo Crews versus Elias Sampson, the Drifter, as it were. I don't really understand who the Drifter is, what he's supposed to be. He's like playing guitar, and he's drifting, but not really. Seems to always drift wherever NXT is, which most of the time is usually just in Orlando, so... I'm not really sure why he's a drifter. Uh, it's a weird character, which I don't really quite understand. Uh, with that said, Apollo Crews, uh, I think he needs a victory. Since, you know, he's been involved in a lot of matches lately where he hasn't won. And I, I don't know what you're doing with him unless you're having him win this match. So, say Apollo Crews uh, beats Elias Simpson in that one. Alright, next up you got Sami Zayn taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. His making his NXT debut. Um, Sami Zayn is brought, already got brought up to the main roster. He's going to be in the ladder match at WrestleMania. So I kind of feel like Nakamura is going to win this just because you're bringing him in. He's this big, big deal from Japan. Um, and I know that didn't really work out for Hideo Tommy last time, but he got injured, so that's not really his fault so, so much. But... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't see Nakamura losing this. I mean, I, I know that doesn't really give Sami Zayn much of a push into Sunday. But uh, I don't know that he's necessarily going to win on Sunday either. So I don't know if that really matters. You know, just have him go out there, put on a good match. Uh, build up his name. Um, and yeah, so I think Shink, uh, Nakamura is going to win that one. It'll be interesting to see how his... He he uh, translates over the NXT from coming over from New Japan, and I've seen a few of his matches on New Japan and, and Ring of Honor and stuff. And 
He's supposedly the king of strong style, even though... I haven't really told he's seen that so much. They say that, that that's what they call him, but... he The matches I've seen him work haven't really been that way. But, I don't know. I, I don't see it being so much strong style as whatever WWE wants strong style to mean to people, if that makes any sense. Um... Right, next up, the women's championship: Bailey versus Oscar. Um, this is a tough one because I could see them giving it Oscar if they want to bring Bailey up to the main roster, but I don't know why you would do that, given that the main roster diva situ- women's situation, whichever way they're going, is a little crowded right now. Uh, I mean, you're having triple threat matches for the title already. Do you really need to add a fourth one? I feel like eventually they'll do that. Um, but I feel like that's going to... That might be not down the line a bit. Maybe SummerSlam. That could happen. I feel like she's going to stay in NXT for a while. And if she does, I feel like she's got to be the champion. She's got to keep that title for a while. To build up the name recognition and, and, and the brand, really. Um, and then finally, we got uh, the uh, NXT Championship match. Finn Balor defending against Mo Joe. Um, this one, honestly, this one could go either way. I mean, there's a lot of rumors about the Balor Club debuting. If not tonight, NXT. Some people are saying maybe at WrestleMania. Some people are saying on Raw on Monday. And if that's the case, then wouldn't Finn Balor be moving up to uh, the main roster if he's going to be, you know, if they're debuting at WrestleMania or, or on Raw the next night? At the same time, it's like, what are you doing with Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe's just going to be an NXT guy and he's content with being NXT you're fine with having him just stay in NXT or are you going to bring him up which case why I mean which one's going to be champion because one of them has to be if you can't bring them both up I mean you could you did it with Kevin Owens you brought him up for a couple months when he was still champion and you could easily do that and I think you know what if they do I think they will and it's a matter of which one but even still you know what I, I, I I think Finn Balor wins, especially if the Balor Club debuts and uh, costs Mo Joe the match in some form or another. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Finn Balor on that one. Um, and uh, yeah, so there you go. That's uh, NXT, and I think it's gonna be a good show. Um, I don't know if there's gonna be any sort of other people debuting. I mean, if you have the Balor Club debuting, that's probably all you really need. Um, there's rumors out there, obviously, I mean, there's obviously everyone in the wrestling world pretty much is in, is, uh, in, uh, Dallas right now, so, who knows, I mean, that certain Eric Young and, and Bobby Roode of, from, just recently gave notice for, for TNA, um, there's a lot of these guys from the, that are, that are going to use for the global cruiserweight series that are going to debut at some point, maybe those guys will come in. You know, if you're going to hype that up a little bit. Although that doesn't happen until July, so I don't know. Uh, but anyways, it should be a good show. It doesn't start till 10, which is late, but I guess that has to do with Access. They want it after Access. Um, but whatever. It's Friday night, so not, not that big a deal. Um, and obviously they're an hour behind, too. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, moving on. The WBF, WWE, F, WEF, that's what I said. WWE Hall of Fame uh, show is the next night. Um, this year's 
crop of wrestlers, if you want to call them that. Uh, it, it's it's interesting. It's a weird mix, and and the, obviously the biggest name isn't really um, a WWF slash E guy for you know for so much. I mean, and that Sting is the main guy going in, the big name, and that's, I mean. It's tough. It's tough to say. You know, I mean, obviously, the, this Hall of Fame isn't exclusively WWE, WF. Because if that's the case, Sting has had three matches, right? So, uh, <laughs> and he's only he only won one of them in a tag match. So it's really hard to say, like, hey, oh, hey, yeah, hey, Sting. You know, but at the same time, it's like he was a mainstay in WCW and the old NWA. And everything, so it's hard to discredit his line of work. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the WWE mm-hmm. um, wrestler, it's also tough to really qual- quantify that as to say, yeah, he definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Next up is the Godfather. Um, he's another guy that uh, you know he had a interesting gimmick. Um, he won the. Intercontinental title once, and he won tag titles once. Uh, and um, oh, I should mention Ric Flair is introducing, inter- inducting, sorry, Sting. That makes perfect sense based off of their careers in the WCW and NWA, not WWE so much. But either way, uh, the Godfather, um, and he's going in as the Godfather, not to be confused with his other uh, personas, um, Papa Shango or Kama. The extreme fighting machine, or Kam Mustafa, when he was in the nation before he became the Godfather, and then the Good Father after that. Um, and you know, he had a very somewhat popular gimmick as the Godfather, but he never really—I don't remember him ever having any five-star matches or nothing. But you know, whatever. He was in WWE for a long time, and uh, he's getting inducted by the APA, <coughs> Bradshaw and Farouk. I guess that makes sense. Um, next up, the Fabulous Freebirds, um, who had a big run in the, uh, the WCCW out of Texas, as well as being in NWA and WCW. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, they only briefly were in WWE way back, or WWF, or I believe it was WWF. It might have even been WWWF. I'm not sure what it was at the time. It was... In the early 80s, I think it had changed WF at the time. They only really made a brief run and didn't go over so great. And um, again, so another group that doesn't really personify WWF slash E, but given that they're in Texas and they made big strides in Texas and Michael P.S. Hayes does work for the company, um, uh, it makes sense. And they're getting inducted by the New Day, which is interested in giving the Freebirds history. Um, they, Southern boys, uh, kind of lived the gimmick a bit. Um, <coughs> just leave it at that. Um, but the New Day are kind of doing a Freebirds thing right now, so it kind of makes sense. Um, next up, a guy that definitely had a big run in WWE, um, WF, back at 
back in the day. Um, you know, we also had a decent run in WCW and NWA before that is Big Bubba Rogers. Uh, but then he became Big Boss Man in WWE, had a nice run, and then went back to WCW and then had a hard time getting his gimmick because he was the boss. And they're like, nah, you can't do that. Then he was the Guardian Angel until he ultimately went back to his Big Bubba Rogers gimmick. And then ultimately just said, screw it, and my name is Ray Trailer. Then he came back to WWE after that and was the corporate big boss man and kind of did the S.H.I.E.L.D. thing before the S.H.I.E.L.D. did the S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. And then he got hung by The Undertaker and the Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania 15. Let's not talk about that because, unfortunately, he will not be there on Saturday because he is deceased. Um, and Slick will be introducing him. Uh, next up, you got Jacqueline. Uh, Miss Jackie, Jackie Moore, whatever you want to call her. She's getting inducted by the Dudley Boys, which is news to me. I don't remember them ever saying that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's... Okay, they needed a diva. Sure, she's from Texas, I guess. Yeah, she won the... She won the Women's Championship a couple times. She actually won the Cruiserweight title one time. Um, sure, why not? Go for it. Um... Next up, another guy that didn't really... He definitely had some matches in WWE, maybe even WWE back in the day. I don't remember him really making much of a run from what I remember. He was definitely had a run in WCW from what I remember and uh, also was really big in Japan. Um, uh, Stan Hansen and also another guy from Texas. I'm pretty sure he's from Texas. He's getting introduced by Vader, which, yeah, that makes sense. Um, sure, why not? And then we got the Dana Warrior, or the Warrior Award, presented by Dana Warrior, um, going to Joan London. She was fighting breast cancer. They, She was part of the Susan G. Komen thing this, this past October. I'm sorry for the background noise. My dogs are barking at for some reason, um, if you can even hear that. Um, uh, so, yeah, she's going in as the Warrior Award honoree, however that works. And then finally, the um, Celebrity Wing um, gets somebody which, first you'd be like, well, him? But then it sort of makes sense. Uh, Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg's been at WrestleMania's. He's been on Raw multiple times and, and, um, and certainly has had his fo- footprint in WWE. To some degree. But there's also another little connection to this. And that is. His cousin is Sasha Banks. So. Makes sense. Why not? He's probably going to be there anyways. To check out. To watch his his uh, niece. Uh, cousin. Wait what is he? Cousin. Cousin. Wrestle at Wrestlemania for the first time. So it makes sense for him to be there. And and uh, might as well put him in. You need a, you need a hall. You need a celebrity every year for whatever reason anyways um so there you go and then i read somewhere online although they never actually announced this anywhere that there was going to be like some sort of group a legacy group going in that was like old school like lou fez and and pat o'connor and like really old school wrestlers mm-hmm. uh guys like that but i don't see that anywhere on here so i don't know if that's accurate actually happening or not um Sorry, my phone's going off. People are trying to get in touch with me, apparently, or just being annoying. It's April Fool's Day, after all. Um, all right, so, moving on. 
um, WrestleMania. But before we get to that, before we get to WrestleMania, let's uh, do a little uh, little uh, what's in the box segment first. And uh, the first box I'm going to open, this is actually a wrestling, Pro Wrestling Crate, the February edition. Skip the January if we're keeping track with the other. The January one doesn't really pertain so much to what's happening this weekend, as far as I can tell. We'll save that one for a G&G Boom podcast, because I don't even know what it's about, but whatever. Save that for later. Um, um, this one that I'm going to open right now is the February box, which was entitled The 80s. And it's got a nice little sticker that says the 80s, and it's kind of got that old school WF logo f- uh, font-ish to it. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously the WrestleMania uh, originated in the 80s. You know, that's when the WF kind of took off and took the product to what it would eventually be and still kind of is. Although WrestleMania is a lot bigger now than it was, you know, on a grandiose scale. Um Certainly, giving it, you know, putting in AT and T Stadium and all that makes it makes it that. Um, all right, let's open this bad boy up. Um, it's, this is going to be an interesting uh, thing based off of what I'm looking at right now. Uh, you know, there's kind of a wrestler, which actually I'm going to talk about in, in one second. But he's he's a little uh, he's been a little um, let's just say. Um, kind of blackballed recently to some degree based off of some comments he made that were in a video Hulk Hogan that it would be but I'm looking at a Hulkamania um koozie right now so that kind of goes along with it it says can can cooler legends it says 01 so I'm wondering if there's a set of these um it's got it says Hulkamania but it's like a torn shirt that he would wear so that's kind of cool. Um, I'm going to post the pictures of this on the blog. So if you haven't checked out the blog yet, razorvader.blogspot.com. You can check it out there. Uh, all right, next up, there is a pair of sunglasses. Very reminiscent of something that the Macho Man might wear. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, I, I don't know how functional these are but i've always wondered that with crazy sunglasses you always had like can you actually see how those things or or what all right next up there's a t-shirt um and it says woo rick flair woo style but it also in it has a lot of rick flair-esque thingies like it says kiss stealing willing dealing Son of a gun. It's got pictures of jets flying and styling and profiling and limousine riding and and uh, just everything Four Horsemen and Ric Flair. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, it's a blue T-shirt, um, but you know, like I said, I'll post, post pictures so you'll see it. Uh, next up is the actually it's the fourth. It's the fourth in the series of the. Mankind, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, Dude Love, Coasters. I didn't open the January one, so I guess... I know what the January one looks like, but... uh, Whoops, went out of order on that. But, um, yeah, so there's another coaster with Mick Foley. Uh, And then we got a sticker that just has... It's a championship belt. It's just a generic championship belt that just says champ. Kind of looks reminiscent of the big gold belt, but obviously not the same because i'm sure that's trademarked 
Uh, there's another sticker. Oh no, I'm sorry. This isn't a sticker. This is a. Uh, this is a uh, just a card that says Rassilor. Um, and it has a code. I don't know what Rassilor is. R A R A S S L O R. It's some sort of website. I'm assuming that has products. Because there's a shop and you get 15% off any order over 12 bucks. Expires next January, so I'll have to go check that out. And then there is a pin that says 80s, the 80s. It has the same styling as the sticker that's on the outside. And um, it says Pro Wrestling Crate February 2016, the 80s. And then there's a card that says everything you got. The... um, Woo shirt, the PW Crate exclusive Rassler sunglasses. Okay, so those are Rassler sunglasses. I get it. Um, the phone championship decal. Phone? I guess that, that, that championship decal thing's supposed to go on your phone. Okay, sure. Um, then there's a Have a Nice Day drink coaster, the McFoley one. Um... And there's a can cooler legends number one, which was the Hulkamania one, and the Rassler sunglasses discount card. And as I turn this card over, I realized that um, this one's got mustaches in the back, and I don't think the other ones had this, but I'm gonna have to go back and look because I don't remember this being on the back. It has the Rude, the Sarge, so obviously Rick Rude, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, the American, which is Hulk Hogan. Snake, Jake Snake Roberts, The Humble, which is Iron Sheik, and The Mean, which is Mean Gene Okerlund. Um, so yeah, not bad. The shirt's pretty cool. The sunglasses are cool. Uh, the beer cozy, you know, depending on how you feel about Hulk Hogan, who won. One is a lawsuit um, um, against Gawker uh, for $115 million. And then I believe he got more than that uh, afterwards for... For something, the uh, he ended up getting more for the punitive damages or something. So I think the total altogether was like 130 million or or something exact. I mean, obviously they're gonna appeal that. Gawker's gonna appeal that, but um, so who knows what happens in the appeal? But yeah, that's that was a big victory for Hulk Hogan. Whether or not he ends up showing it back up in WB. I don't know about that, but maybe, maybe. I mean, it doesn't doesn't change what he said, and that was the whole reason behind him getting fired. So who knows? But um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, all right. So that said, let's move on to WrestleMania, shall we? Um, now WrestleMania, it's still a little confusing as to how they're breaking it down because they're doing two hours of pre-show like they've done in the past but this year first hour is just on the network and then the second hour is going to be on USA which it also I I think I think the second hour is exclusive to USA or, or I think it's also on the network I think both hours on the network but the first hour is also on Facebook and YouTube and all sorts of other stuff which they've done in the past but the second hour last couple of years has only been on the network but this year it's also going to be USA network um, and initially they announced that the Andre the Giant Battle Royal was going to be on the pre-show. But then I heard that that's not the case anymore. And then I heard Usos, Dudleys, and the Total Divas versus 
bad and blonde match are going to be on the second hour of the pre-show. But on the first hour of the pre-show, they're doing Ryback versus Kalisto for the U.S. title. That's what I'm told. So why don't we start there? Um, so U.S. title match, Kalisto versus Ryback. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. This is a weird match. I don't know why it's even happening. Uh, but uh, it is, and uh, uh, I think I think Ryback's going to win. That's just my thought. I think they're just going to start off the night with a title change and be like, see, this is what happens. And I feel like they've done this in the past uh, multiple times with the pre-show match. And be like, yep, title match. Oh, title changed. Um, so anything could happen at WrestleMania. Um, and I don't really know what they're doing with Ryback. I don't know if I care. He's bad now. Now he's picking on a small guy. Kind of like his bully gimmick that he was doing a couple years ago. I don't know. But um, I'm going to go with Ryback just for the sake of argument, I guess. But I think they'll... I still think they're going to do a Kalisto, Sinkar, Lucha, Lucha Dragons um, tag run. So it sort of makes sense. All right, next up. The second part of the pre-show, I guess, um, is, uh... I'm not quite sure how to help you with that. What? Oh, Alexa's saying stuff. Nothing. Alexa Bliss isn't in the show. No. No, she's not. Yeah, take that. Sorry. Amazon Echo. I don't know. Anyways, um, so... We got the Total Divas, which is Brie Bella, Paige, Natalia, Alicia Fox, and Evo Marie who was there on Raw and everyone just booed her. Even though that faces that team's supposed to be the faces, I don't know. Doesn't seem to make sense, although they're all on Total Divas, so that part of it at least makes sense. Versus uh, Bad and Blonde, which is Lana, Summer Rae, Naomi, Emma, and Tamina. Um, I see, and Tamina got called up also for this. Um, I... Total Divas, I mean, why not? They're, they're still cross-promoting that show and whatever, so it makes sense to have them go over. Although I feel like someone's going to turn on someone in this match somehow. I don't know, but uh, I could see Brie Bella pinning Lana and then them all beating up Eva Marie at the end. Whatever, who cares? All right, next up, you got the Usos versus the Dudley Boys. And a, just a tag team match. Kind of figured they were going to do end up doing a tables match for this one, but... Giving that they've teased it enough, um, but uh, apparently not. And now it's on the pre-show, so I don't even, I don't really know what's, and the Usos, uh, <laughs> it's like the seventh year in a row, I think the Usos have been in the pre-show. Um, with that said, I think they lose. I think the Dudley Boys are going to win. I think there's going to be a lot of support for the Dudley Boys here. Like, it's their first WrestleMania, even though it's a pre-show, um, in, I don't know, since WrestleMania 20? 21, maybe? I can't even remember the last WrestleMania that they were at. I think it was 21. So, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, or maybe 21 or 22. I, I see, Honestly, I don't remember. But, um, yeah, I feel like the Dudley boys are going to go in. All right, so now the rest of the card, I don't really know the order. I'm just going to kind of guess. Um, I think they're going to kick things off with... I'm going to kick things off with the ladder match. 
the seven-man ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. I think that's just the way they're going to do it. I feel like they did that last year, though, too. But even still, I think that's the way to do it. Kevin Owens defending the title against Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Zack Ryder, Sin Cara, The Miz, and Stardust. Why Zack Ryder is in this match, I have no idea. Why Sin Cara is in this match, I have no idea. Why Stardust is in this match, I'm not really sure. The Miz makes somewhat sense. Dolph Ziggler makes somewhat sense. Sami Zayn obviously makes a lot of sense. Um, Kevin Owens obviously is champ, so makes more than more than more than sense. Uh, um, I think Kevin Owens retains here. His first WrestleMania. I know it's also Sami Zayn's first WrestleMania too. But uh, I just I don't see them. I don't see that one's losing this match and or them taking the title off him again like they mistakenly did back in December at TLC when um, he lost to Ambrose, which he shouldn't have. There was no reason to give Ambrose the title there. And then just have him lose it back to him two months later. Just didn't make any sense, but whatever. I don't think it makes sense to take him off it now. Keep, keep it on him. All right, next up, um, let's just go with... Stop. Why are you talking? Um, sorry. Alexa doesn't stop. I don't I don't know what she's hearing that making her listen to me. Um, alright, so next up, I, I, let's go with the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Just because I don't know what else I'll do. Just throw that out there. Um, I have no idea. There's only 20 men this year as opposed to 30 and they've done in the past couple years. Um, with that said, it could be anybody. It's probably someone that's going to be returning that I don't even know is going to be in it. Maybe like a Randy Orton could be back. I don't know. People don't know what his deal is. Or even like a, maybe Cesaro returning, even though he's already won it. Maybe the Big Show winning two years in a row. Maybe. I'm guessing it's going to be, I don't know. I, I would say it's going to be one of the Wyatts. Maybe Bray Wyatt. Luke Harper's hurt. That happened. Neville got hurt too, just in case anyone aren't paying attention so they weren't in the match I'm assuming they were supposed to be although I, I'm guessing Neville was originally supposed to be in the ladder match but whatever he's not in anything he's hurt um, so you know I, I'm just going to go with Bray Wyatt because why not it makes sense he's not in anything else that kind of downgraded him give him something to win yeah alright next up got the New Day um, going up against the League of Nations um I guess this is a three and four handicap match. They haven't really said. I guess it's not for the titles. They haven't really said. It's kind of up in the air. I don't really know. Um, it's confusing, and I'm not really sure which direction they're going. The new day is faced now. League of Nations obviously heals, but if the ta- tag titles aren't aligned, I don't know. Kind of an kind of, you know, you figure you put the tag tiles on the line at WrestleMania, but if it's three on four, it doesn't really make sense to do that, but I don't know. Anyways, within, in any event, I think the New Day wins. I'm not really sure what they're doing with this League of Nations. King Barrett's apparently leaving soon. Um, I think you gotta split them up. I don't know what you're doing with Del Rio. You brought him back and now he's in this group. Rusev and Sheamus, I don't really know. I think League of Nation wins. I mean, sorry, I think New Day wins and League of Nation kind of maybe disappears. 
as a faction. Maybe go back to singles. All right, next up you got uh, the... Let's go to the Divas Championship, which apparently the rumors have it that it's going to go back to being the Women's Championship come Monday, but that's just a rumor. You got Charlotte defending against Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. Now, the money is on Sasha Banks here. But I honestly think Charlotte's going to retain just because I feel like they're going to push her. They're just going to push her. Keep her, have the title, push her as the top diva heel you know i just i just feel like she's not losing the title yet i don't think it's time for her to lose the title yet i think she's kind of a long run with it um like i said maybe till SummerSlam. maybe she loses to bailey maybe they have a four-way match and she loses to one of the sasha then or something i don't know but yeah that's how i feel about that one all right uh next up you got did i miss something no. Oh, AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. I kind of wish they had done this differently. Um, you know, obviously, AJ Styles came in, debuted at the Rumble. Um, had an altercation with Kevin Owens, but that ended up not really going anywhere. Although they did have a match on SmackDown a couple weeks ago. But then, next night on Raw, AJ fights Jericho. AJ wins, then they fight again on SmackDown, Jericho wins, then they fought again at Fastlane, AJ won. There you go. Two, you know, two out of three. Like, and then they did the whole tag team thing. And I'm not saying that AJ Jericho is going to be a bad match. I'm just saying, why did you bother, why did you already have the third match? Like, you could have saved the third match for WrestleMania. Why didn't you not have just that one on Raw? Maybe one at Fastlane and then WrestleMania. They could have been 1-1 and here's the third match. I just, I, I don't understand why the fourth match just doesn't, it's like, it's a fourth match. Like, what does that even mean? But in any event, I think AJ Styles is going to win again. Uh, Jericho is going to do his typical push someone at WrestleMania um, loss that he tends to do, um, which is fine. Yeah, he's, he'll put on a good match. Um, so... There we go. So let's see. All right, we've got the three big matches, the three big main events left. So before we do that, we got another box. This is the March edition, and very appropriately, it's um, simply titled Mania. So that that makes sense, given that it is WrestleMania season. Although Mania technically is taking place in April this year, but regardless, that makes sense the april box won't come up till a couple more weeks so that'll be long past mania although this just says mania maybe it's not wrestlemania maybe it's hulkamania we already got the hulkamania cooler koozie in the last one so um who knows but uh and even if it is wrestlemania related stuff um still could have hulk hogan in it very easily he did wrestle at probably half no, I don't know about half at this point, but at least 12 or 13, right? Um, first nine, anyways, and then he came back for a couple. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, all right. Let's open this bad boy up. And um, <laughs> right off the top, we, uh, um, yes, very, very, very appropriately, um, Hulk Hogan colors are popping right out of me. Um, and there's um, a shirt 
and it says Pontiac, Michigan, March 29th, 1987, the irresistible force versus the immovable object and has a silhouette of Andre and Hogan staring at each other. How very appropriate given the what I was just talking about and and everything I just said. Um, so that's kind of cool. Alright, next up we got, um, it looks like, it's a heart-shaped, actually it smells kind of nice, it's, it, it's, um, it's, um, air freshener, and it's heart-shaped and has, it says, I love you, I'm sorry, I'm, lo- I'm sorry I love you, and has Shawn Michaels, a silhouette of Shawn Michaels kicking Ric Flair, I guess, um, in reference to their WrestleMania 24 match where Shawn Michaels sent Ric Flair to retirement. And then we got another t-shirt. How about that? Two t-shirts. Awesome. And this one says, Icon versus Icon, X8, Sky Dome, Toronto, March 17th, 2002. And that is in reference to the Hogan versus The Rock match. So again, another Hogan um, referenced thing. It's kind of cool. Um, that was actually... Um, Kind of one of those matches that probably should have gone on last, which we'll talk about in a moment, and ended up not going on last in favor of the Jericho um, Triple H match at WrestleMania 18, which, um, whatever. Um, Alright, there's a little keychain. It says Death Valley, Death Valley Funeral Home, rest in peace, and has a picture of the urn, obviously in uh, reference to The Undertaker, or Paul Bearer. Um, maybe Kane, I don't know. Probably not Kane. Um, there's the obligatory uh, pin that has the same logo. Oh, which is, by the way, I didn't say what the logo was on the on the sticker. It's a picture of the old little cart that used to drive people down. And uh, that they used at WrestleMania 3 and 6. Um, the little wrestling ring cart thing that brought the guys down to the ring because it was too far to walk, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Um, all right. Next up, we got um, it's got a little decal. It says it's of the same thing, the little wrestling ring uh, cart thing, and it says my other ride is a tiny wrestling ring on wheels. So I guess you're supposed to put it in your car and make the joke that my your other yeah your other car is a tiny yeah for sure okay whatever all right. Um, next up, we got a um. I have no idea what this is. It's a CD. Um, Mega Ran Matt Mania. Random Beats. It's a CD. Um, and it has wrestling theme songs on it. Which... I don't know if these are like rap versions. I don't know what this is, to be quite honest with you. It's got Lesnar, Macho Man, New Day, Undertaker, Triple H, Jake the Snake, The Wyatt Family, Chris Jericho, and Mr. McMahon, uh, Mega Ran, Matt Mania. I'm going to have to look this up and figure out what this is, but um, that could be very interesting. I don't have a CD player. Well, I guess I have one in my car. I guess uh, I I used to have one on my computer, but I don't anymore. I guess I could use the PlayStation to play it, too. I'll figure it out. Alright, then there's, um, let's see. 
there's a card. The card that says what you get. They get the WrestleMania 3 t-shirt, the X8 t-shirt, my other ride car window sticker, the Matt Mania. Um, it's, this one says it's by Mega Man and Lynx Kinetic. Don't know what that means, so whatever. Uh, you get the Death Valley Funeral Keychain and the I'm Sorry, I Love You Air Freshener. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't read this down at the bottom. Uh, portion of the profits this crate will be donated to the Concussion Legacy Foundation. On the back, it's got people... Pictures of people with the previous month's products. So people using the the coast, the, the, the koozie. Um, people wearing the sunglasses with the Ric Flair shirt and other stuff. So there you go. So another wrestling crate. Um, yeah, I'm going to figure out what's going on with the CD. I'll get back to you guys. We got two t-shirts in that one, so that's kind of cool. And again, I'll take pictures of all this stuff and post it up on the uh, on the blog. So go check it out there. Um, also, just uh, going back because I didn't read that part of the other thing because that's important. You know, it's kind of cool that proceeds, especially that con yeah, concussion legacy. That that's that's a cool thing to uh, donate to. Um, the previous the '80s one was uh, a portion of the profit. Profits of the crate will be donated to the uh, Cystic Bright Fibrosis Foundation, uh, FCC, yeah, CFF.org, in the memory of our good friend Jimmy Clydesdale, the ultimate stud. Not sure who Jimmy Clydesdale was. I'm guessing he had cystic fibrosis, which would make sense given that it's going to that charity. And um, so, yeah, and feel free to check that stuff out if you want to. Um, Nice that some of this money uh, is going to um, help people out. That, that's always fun, and uh, it's always fun to know that, like you know, they're putting out this product, and you know, it's it's all well and good, and it's fun. And you know, obviously, you know, I'm giving them money for this stuff, but nice to know at least some of it's going to somewhere good. You know, I understand all not all of it can. You know, it's not they're obviously trying to make some money, and also need money to make these products and, and all that stuff, but. It's 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 a nice uh, gesture, anyways. Um, all right, so moving on, the top three matches, and this this is where it gets a little dicey in terms of the order. Um, and I don't know, I saved these three for last, but I'm sure one of these will be on earlier in the card. Um, so we have Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose in a no hold barred street fight, and um, I'm not really sure what a no holds barred street fight exactly consists of. Given that I don't really know what the difference between a no-holds-barred match and a street fight is. I've always been confused by that. Because um, they're different, apparently. Um, but this one's both. So I'm not sure what that also entails. But uh, I know weapons are allowed, obviously. Because Dean Ambrose has been, um, given, been given weapons by uh, various hardcore legends. And uh, also, last Monday on Raw, had a cart and just put a bunch of weapons in the cart and uh i'm gonna assume he's gonna bring that to wrestlemania um including the ring steps part of the ring steps which then i realized he put it in the cart and took it away with him but then i'm pretty sure that they they were back the next segment i'm not 100 percent sure about that i'll have to go back and look but i don't remember him not being there in the next match 
But uh, whatever. All right, then. What do you do? Do you put on the championship match or do you do the Hell in the Cell for the company? Quote-unquote company. It's for Monday Night Raw, I guess, which technically they're touting as the co-op company, but... I mean, a lot of people would argue you gotta go, you gotta keep the title match. That That's the title match. It, it is for the title. That's that's what closes out WrestleMania. That's what should close out WrestleMania. And I get that to one, on, to one degree, but on the other degree, you got a Hell in a Cell match for control of Monday Night Raw. Whoever then controls Monday Night Raw can kind of control what happens with the title, so... Who knows? Um, but anyways, alright, let's just... I'm just going with the Hell in a Cell match anyways. So you got Shane McMahon... Fighting the Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match. If Shane wins, he gets control of Monday Night Raw. If the Undertaker loses, so that would be the same scenario. Keep that in mind. So, Undertaker loses, he will never wrestle at WrestleMania again. So, ideally, given both of those scenarios, which are questionable to happen, the smart money is on the Undertaker winning. Undertaker wins, he doesn't have his last WrestleMania match, and Shane McMahon goes away which is the million dollar question that no one seems to know the answer to is Shane McMahon actually going away is he just here for this one match and that's it is he sticking around is he going to do stuff in the with the company again or is he just strictly on air talent what's going on no one seems to know we'll find out more on Sunday night but I think they just brought him in because everyone was hurt and they needed someone for the short term I think The Undertaker wins. Shane McMahon goes away. Undertaker comes back next year and has his match with Sting, maybe? Still questionable on that. Sting rumored to be retired. But then he came out and said, I'm not retired. I still got one more match that I want to do. Presumably The Undertaker. I don't think he actually said who. but um, And that's very up in the air at this point, given that what happened to him at uh, last um, September, was it? Yeah, last September at Night of Champions and his broken neck or whatever he has. I can't see them being okay with him wrestling again, especially in a match against The Undertaker. I mean, Sting's like 57, The Undertaker's 51. I don't, this would have been a great match 10, 20 years ago, but at this point, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, even this match, you know, Shane McMahon's 46, you know, Undertaker's 51. It's, you know, we're not dealing with spring chickens here. Uh, I, th- or I think f- is, I know Undertaker just turned 50, I think Shane McMahon's 46, or somewhere in that area. But yeah, I just see the Undertaker winning. Um, as cool as it would be for Shane to win and take over Raw and kind of shake things up, I just... I don't think he's sticking around. I think they just brought him in just because they're like, hey, you want to do this thing? Yeah, okay, let's do it. Um, and I honestly, I don't see this being Undertaker's last match either, or last WrestleMania match. Although, if Shane McMahon wins and then takes over Raw, could he then, and, and quote-unquote the company, couldn't he just be like, uh, remember that thing about you not being able to wrestle at, at, at WrestleMania? Yeah, that doesn't count anymore. Because it's not like that. Nothing like that's ever happened in wrestling before. Um, but anyways, that's my guess. And then finally, the heavy world heavyweight championship, WWE World Heavyweight Championship match, 
Triple H defending against Roman Reigns. Again, Triple H being at the ripe old age of 46 or whatever, however old he is. He's the second oldest WWE champion of all time behind Hulk Hogan when he won it back in uh, 2002. Was it 2002? Yeah, when he came back after the NWO thing, after he fought Rock and then he turned good and beat um, Triple H, ironically. Um, um, tri- tri- ugh, I, I don't see Triple H winning this match. I'm not saying I necessarily want Roman Reigns to win, uh, but I just don't see how he doesn't. I mean, there's not even like a bailout scenario like they did last year with the with the money in the bank. Sheamus already cashed that in back in Survivor Series, so can't even do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Roman Reigns is going to win. And it could be weird, could be a twist, could be some sort of shady business going on. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he gets help from somebody. I don't know. But I, I just don't see him not walking out of WrestleMania with the title. And I know a lot of people are down on that. And I'm not as down on it as you'd think I was. I just don't understand why they did the way they did. And I know it's because Seth Rollins got hurt. But why give him the title back in Survivor Series? Then take it away from him. Then just give it right back to him. To then take it away from him. To then have him win it at WrestleMania. It, just, it doesn't make any sense. Um... And I can't imagine that was the original plan. Um, but, um, in any event, I see him walking out with the title. I don't know how long he'll have it. I could see them doing something swervy, especially if Shane McMahon doesn't win the title. Or maybe even if Shane, I mean, wins, wins Raw, or maybe even if he does. Maybe that'll be a heel turn on Shane McMahon by Shane McMahon. Or maybe Roman Reigns turns on Shane McMahon. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. But that's for that's that will happen on Raw at the very earliest. Which who knows? You know how Raw is after WrestleMania. It's always pretty crazy. Usually guys debut. Usually guys turn on people. Stuff usually happens. The crowd usually is annoying. Um, they think they're cool, but uh, they're a lot. A lot of times they're annoying. They kind of were on Monday Night in Brooklyn. Uh, Channing CM Punk for CM Punk's gone. CM Punk's in UFC. If you want to go see CM Punk, go to UFC. Oh, wait, you really can't because I don't know if he'll ever actually fight. But if he ever does. Um, yeah, all right. I guess that's it. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy WrestleMania. Enjoy NXT. Enjoy the uh, Hall of Fame. Whatever you're into, whatever you're watching. Yeah, uh, hopefully next month we'll be back doing the wrestling stuff with the other guys at G&G. Uh, presents Boom Podcast. You can check that out um, on iTunes, Stitcher. Um, check out some of the old episodes. Hopefully, we'll have a new one up next month for one year anniversary. Um, check me out, razorvader.blogspot.com. I'll post the pictures of the wrestling crates. Um, you can also um, sub- subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Stitcher. Um, you know, you know, give me a nice uh, rating, five stars. Maybe leave a review. Maybe drop a drop a, um, a note on a comment on the uh, blog. Um, maybe hit me up on Twitter at Razor Vader. You can give me, let me know how what you think. Let me know what your predictions are. Let me know what you thought of WrestleMania after the fact, or, or whatever, or however you want to do it. There's a lot of cool stuff um, on my old blog from years and years ago, talking about old WrestleManias and old 
wrestling events and all sorts of stuff. So go check that out. Um, yeah, go listen to my old podcast. Uh, speaking of my old podcast, the March Madness one I did last uh, last uh, couple few weeks ago. Um, yeah, my my bracket sucked. Yeah, I did terrible. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got to say about that. Um, and pretty much, yeah, I was throwing my bracket away at, by the end of the weekend, as per usual. But I'll do it again next year, and I'll have fun with it. All right, so. Yeah, yeah, this one ran a little longer than I was thinking, but I had a lot to talk about, so I guess that's it, and um, enjoy the wrestling, enjoy WrestleMania. Bye. Hey, ever since I was a little bitty boy, I wanted to do one thing and one thing only, and that's to be a law enforcement officer. Treat other people like you'd want to be treated. Try to walk the straight and narrow, because that's the only way you're going to survive in this life. Who will survive?